So I was a little kid, I had a, I had a bedtime. And then like most of us growing up, we had bedtimes. Um, and mine was pretty early. It was like 7.30 or something like that, which is uh, pretty early. And, and I didn't like it. And so there would be times when I, I just didn't want to go to bed. I wanted to stay up. And, you know, my parents, my brother, older brothers and sisters were having a good time. And I, I just didn't want to go to bed. And so I'd make a big fuss over it. And finally, they'd get me upstairs into bed and tuck me and say my prayers with me. And then uh, as soon as they left to go back downstairs, I would jump out of bed and I would go down to the end of the hallway. And we had a staircase that went up and kind of curved a little bit or turned a corner. And I would sit on the steps right at that corner and listen because I didn't want to go to bed. So if I can't be down there with them, I'll sit up here and I'll, and I'll just hang out. Well, I would always get caught. And then they'd send me back to bed and I would just, I would just, I'd start sobbing and I'd cry and just this heart-wrenching uh, sadness sorrow and weeping and wailing and gnashing of teeth that I would engage in trying to, to win them over and, and, and so I would just, just sob and cry there in bed and, and, you know, and guess what my parents would do? Nothing. They wouldn't do a thing. They completely ignored me. They let me cry. And, and you know what would happen then? Eventually I, I'd, I'd cry myself to sleep. I would just be so exhausted that I would just fall asleep. And, and that didn't last very long, uh, that crying stuff, because eventually you just realize it's just not gonna do any good. I'm gonna fall asleep anyway, so I might as well just fall asleep and just save the whole step. And that's what I did. Uh, so they wouldn't do anything. And I, I, I kind of laughed when I was reading this gospel because that's what, that's what Jesus is doing. Jesus is coming out of Jerusalem right before this passage. He's coming out of Jerusalem, uh, the city on a hill, the city of light, mercy, hope. Jesus comes out of the light. And here's this woman who's coming out of Canaan. Now, Canaan is, is a terrible place. Canaan is where all the pagans live. It's where these terrible religions are. It's awful stuff. This is where she is. She lives in the midst of all these pagan I idols. So Jesus is coming out of the light. Here's this woman coming out of this darkness. Yeah, think, of, think of it in terms like this, uh, for those of you who've seen Lord of the Rings. Uh, Mordor, right? We all know what Mordor is. This terrible place with you know, Sarah and the Great Eye and all these works and just an awful place. That's Canaan, right? So Canaan is Mordor. So here she's coming out of Mordor and here's Jesus coming out of, out of Jerusalem and out of the Shire and and they're coming, and they have this, this destiny to meet. This collision course, this collision of love is about to take place. Here, and so, but what's her attitude? Her attitude is she's, she's crying. You know, she's been in this darkness, and her daughter is sick, and she doesn't know what to do, and nothing seems to help, and all, and, and she's frustrated, and she just wants somebody to make this thing go away. She's crying. And even the disciples say, she's crying after us. Make her go away. And what is, what is Jesus' response? Nothing. He doesn't do a thing. He ignores her. doesn't say a word. He's going to let her cry it out. Until she's finally exhausted. 
and gives up. This is what he's, this is his strategy of love. And so she's crying out and she's crying after them and he doesn't say a word. And finally, uh, he says, I, you know, I was only sent to the lost sheep of the house of Israel in response to his disciples. And, but what is this woman? And finally, she gives up and says so she came and did him homage. What does that mean? And she got down on her knees and prostrated herself in front of him in silence and just acknowledged him as God, adored him, worshipped him. She had nothing left to say, nothing left to do. No more tears. She was spent. It was over. She just finally said, Lord, I can't do it. Save me. Lord, save me. Have you or I ever been in a place like Mordor, you know, where we're in the dark? And we, we're frustrated and we're helpless and we're crying and nothing seems to work. Have we ever been in this place? Have you ever been in a dark place where you just didn't know how you were going to get through something, how you were going to fix something, how are you going to help somebody? You couldn't fix it. You couldn't help. You, you just, you did not have the capacity to do one more thing. You had no more tears. And finally, you're just saying, Lord, I'm done. Go to mass. I pray. I ask you. I do things. I'm good. I try. I try to be a good Catholic. I try to follow the commandments. Why won't you do this for me? Help me. And he's going to let us cry ourselves out until we get to that place where we need to be, which is not with more words. It's not us trying to take control of the situation anymore. It's us just finally saying, "I'm done, Lord." I get down on my knees, I prostrate myself, I adore you, I worship you, you're God, I'm not, help me. This is it. He says, it's not right to take the food from the children and throw it to the dogs. It's like, whoa, that's different. <laughs> that's a different response than what we expect. We think, all right, he's... You know, this woman is very humble, but she gets down on her knees and adores him. He's going to say, oh, woman, you're great. Of course I'm going to heal you. No, he's not right. He's, he's not done. He's not done. So he's, he's the bridegroom, and he's playing hard to get. And so the, the woman then, this is great, says... Lord, even the dogs get the scraps that fall from the table. Now, the word there that's being used isn't like dogs in a general sense, but it's, it's specific to, to like small dogs or puppy. Who could, who could turn down a little golden retriever puppy begging, right? Wouldn't you just say, oh, of course, I'll feed you from the table. Even the dogs get the scraps. What is she saying? She's saying... Lord, I, I can't do this anymore. And what I finally discovered through your love is that I would rather be a puppy in the smallest room under the smallest table in your house than I would rather be in the biggest room, in the biggest mansion of a house of my own construction, of my own willfulness, of my own pride. 
I don't want to be in the biggest house in Mordor. I want to be in the smallest room, in the smallest house, or the smallest table, under your table in the Shire. That's what I want. That's what the Lord wants for all of us. Get over yourselves. I'm not gonna, you're not gonna fix these things. There's a lot of things in our life that are beyond our control and we wail and we cry and we scream and we can't fix it. Lord, why don't you do this for me? I do everything for you. No, we don't. Till we all get cried out. And then finally, he's gonna draw us in to this mystery of healing, merciful love, which is gonna heal her heart, heal her daughter's illness, going to heal us. What does he say? Oh, woman. Oh, woman. Oh. What is that? That's not even a word. Oh. It's, an emo- it's, it's something that comes up, that wells up. Oh. Look at you. Oh. Look at that. Oh, my goodness. Oh. What a surprise. But when you say it, oh, what what does your mouth do? Oh, it's a kiss. Oh, Jesus is the bridegroom. And he's played hard to get. And he's finally drawn her in through, through mercy and love into that place where she knows that he is the answer to all of her, her cries and prayers. Oh, woman. And he kisses her. Oh, woman, great is your faith. Oh, you beautiful people who are here today to be embraced in this collision of love as we come out of our dark places into his own healing, merciful light. Oh, oh, you good people. This is a story about Mother Teresa. I'll end it with this. And you've probably heard it, but you know, he's in, she's in a hospital room visiting a friend of hers dying of cancer, suffering greatly. And the woman is just angry, frustrated, and suffering, and difficult, and, and she just wants it to go away. And the mother's trying to console her. And finally, she, you know, the cross on the wall opposite the bed, and she looks at, points to it, and says, to her friend, look at that. That's, that's what Jesus is doing right now for you. Look at him. And he's looking at you, loving you. He's, he's stretching his arms out to embrace you and he's leaning his head down so that he can kiss you. Oh, how great is your faith. Brothers and sisters, let Jesus kiss you.